Hello everyone, I'm glad we met as your co-host Toby. I'm glad we met. I'm your co-host Annabelle. And we're going to do a little self-introduction for y'all today. So as I said, my name's Toby. I come from a very small farming town over in Washington State by the name of Kennewick. And then personally, I am a human bio major with a double minor in language studies of Spanish and a minor in marketing. I'm in ERC college over at UCSD here in San Diego. I'm a th current third year and my career goal is to go into biotech marketing as of right now. Super exciting. Um, I am Annabelle and then I was born and raised in a little island called Taiwan. Um, and then I moved to San Diego for college. Um, I'm also a third year here at UC San Diego. I am majoring in international business with a marketing minor. Um, and I am in Marshall College. Very fun. We were actually neighbors. So if you don't know anything about UCSD geography, Marshall is right next to ERC. So we saw each other a lot. But that kind of leads me into how we want to kick off our podcast. We thought it would only be fair to let y'all know the story behind how we met and how it ties into this podcast coming to be. Coming to college, one of the things I looked forward to most was getting to know new people. And the story of how Annabelle and I met is one of my favorites. So the interesting part is that I don't always remember how I meet someone for the first time, but with our case, I do vividly remember the first day I met Toby. Um, so Toby's actually one of the first person I met in UCSD. Um, on my first day of school, first day of class, it was an 8 a.m. chemistry for class. Not very fun, and especially when I'm not a STEM major or anything. Um, but I walk into the classroom, I saw Toby, like right next to her, there's an empty seat. So I was like, hey, good morning. If the, this seat is available, can I sit here? With a warm welcome, Toby said hi to me, and then that's how we met, and this is how it all began. Me sitting there in my Chem 4 class, it was 8 a.m., probably one of the most brutal things I've ever signed myself up for. But I was scared to say hi to her. You know, I didn't think anyone, anyone was going to sit next to me. It was a really big lecture hall. Probably 200 to 300 students were supposed to be coming in that morning. So when she sat down next to me, I was like, do I say hi? Do I not say hi? And like Annabelle said, she was one of the first people I met at UCSD. I didn't come in with any other high school friends, didn't come in knowing anyone else in the class at the time. So it was really nice to, again, meet someone who didn't feel super intimidating, didn't look like they didn't want to talk to me. Um, and that's how it all began. And our story progresses and grows. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So as I had mentioned, we met in Chem 4, which if you don't know, is one of the most basic chemistry classes possible. But tell me why it was one of the hardest that I probably had ever taken at UCSD. And especially since our university has a reputation to be heavily focused on academics, I was very intimidated by the idea of trying to make friends. As a STEM major in a STEM class, it's very stereotypical for a lot of us to be super uptight, super focused on our academics and not really down to have any type of social interaction. And on top of that, it's very competitive. UCSD is a competitive school. Being pre-med at the time, which I'm no longer pre-med, and that's a totally another story we can talk about later, um, no matter how much you try to ignore it, it's a given that you're gonna compare yourself to others. Others will compare you to themselves. 
The absence of tension that I didn't have when I met Annabelle, that totally changed my perspective and is one of the reasons I truly believe that we are still friends today. Yeah, honestly, same, because before even committing to UCSD, like the thought of everyone saying, oh, UCSD is known to be socially dead. I'm like, am I going to really make friends in this school? And then especially as a non-STEM major, I was a poli-sci major um, during that time, like going to camp class. I remember I was on the phone with my mom, like, mom, I'm going to my first class in college. Like, Am I going to make friends? But like meeting Toby, everything became so much easier. Yeah, I think it's just like the shared idea of shared stress, shared experiences, trying to finish those lab reports, not really understanding what's going on in class, and the comfort of knowing that you're not the only one going through that. So I definitely recommend maybe sitting next to someone you don't know during your next class and see where it could take you because as intimidating as it may be, I think UC San Diego, not UC Socially Dead, is what you make of it. There are opportunities out there to make friends. Yeah, and I think that applies to all college, all situation, all school. Um, Even if you're like in high school and you're going into a new first day of school, like a hello can change everything. Exactly. And what do you have to lose? You don't really have to lose anything. Yes, there may be like a little embarrassment if they don't really respond super well, but at least you can say you tried. You know, putting your best effort forward means that you did everything in your power to make something out of maybe nothing or maybe something. Exactly. Chem 4 was not the only like occasion that we met each other. I think during fall quarter, there's several other occasions that we like randomly ran into each other at events and like, well, Toby, you can talk about it. Um, so SFL recruitment. Yeah, SFL recruitment. So on top of the reputation that UC San Diego was UC socially dead, there was that desire to find a community, to find friends, especially both of us, me being out of state and her being international. We didn't really have that ground or that foundation of support that some other people may have had. So me being me, I was like, what happens if I join a sorority? So I know what you're all probably thinking. Sorority is very superficial. Sorority is very all about the pictures and like looking cute and things like that. So I'll be honest, I wasn't, I didn't have very high hopes when I went into recruitment as well. So, and it was very overwhelming. There was a lot of screaming, there was a lot of singing, and there was a lot of, you know, having conversations with different people. But I had never met so many people in such a short time, but I also had never really understood what it meant to have such meaningful conversations that resonated with me so deeply. And yes, it's super cliche, but the motto for me during recruitment was trust the process. And coincidentally, I ran into Annabelle during recruitment. And as much as you're also not supposed to talk about it, that's another thing that we bonded over was us trying to navigate our lives through freshman year and find ourselves a little a little sorority home. Exactly. I um, As an international student, I get asked a lot, like, what makes you want to go through SFL recruitment? Well, growing up, I never really pictured myself to be, like, the stereotypical, like, girl that would want to go through recruitment um but then it was like a few days before recruitment my roommate uh, my freshman year suite mate to be more specific was like annabelle do you want to go to sfl um info session with me so i went with her and then like 
kind of what like what Toby said earlier, like what are there to be loose, you know? So I signed up for recruitment just to feel like I want to check out how it's like. Um, and then during recruitment, you know, I was really surprised how like a lot of genuine conversation actually happened in that like kind of stressful environment because it's just like hundreds of girls um, it being in a big space and then you hear like everyone trying to talk um, but then it's just amazing how once you're trying to have like a genuine conversation with other people they're very willing to have that conversation and be present to be there for you um, and then as Toby mentioned I remember like I was trying to get in line for my next event um, but then I saw Toby in the recruitment shirt so I go Toby and then we did not know we're all going through recruitment even when we literally sit next to each other um, in class. Yeah, and I think it's so ironic because as well as like we did end up in different chapters, so not to be a spoiler, but we may have not ended up in the same chapter, but again, it doesn't mean that we weren't going to be good friends or that because we were in different chapters meant that we couldn't socialize, which I also think is um, a stereotype about a lot of sororities. Like, it's a very supportive and empowering community, and we can definitely dive deeper into that in a different episode. But also just knowing the amount of work that goes into recruitment, the amount of consideration that recruiters have for these PNMs or potential new members is what you're called when you go through the process, is insane and the philosophy of trust the process um, is something in my opinion that is universal so again with meeting new people you never may know where a connection or a conversation could lead you it could be networking to a new job it could be networking to i don't know meet your significant other meet your partner it also could just be a conversation that you have with someone and that's super meaningful and you remember and you never meet that person again but you're better off because of it, and I was better off because I met Annabelle, and here we are. Just like many of us, um, Toby and I kind of lost connection during the pandemic just because I was like all the way back in Taiwan. I, like with the time difference and everything, I just found a little difficult to connect with a lot of my friends here in America. But it was very interesting. Um, I think it was week two of um, a class that we're taking, Management 102. Um, in class, I heard this familiar voice talking about her very cool podcast idea. So I turned my head over and there is Toby sitting right there. I was like, there is no way. I thought Toby's a STEM major. And so as soon as we get a break, I ran over to Toby. I was like, oh my gosh, Toby, you're in this class. And so we're taking this management course together in which this podcast is allowing us to reconnect as friends. Yeah, and although the podcast was the opportunity that we got to reconnect again, I think the purpose is that because we had such a good connection that did last, throughout the pandemic when all I really did was like swipe up on her story or you know just like text her here and then to see if she was back in America yet it speaks a lot of volume to see that there's people out there and connections that you have that can survive things like a pandemic and from my perspective which actually kind of makes me look like a bad person now that I think about it is on the first day of MGT 102 this class that we're creating this podcast for I immediately recognized Annabelle. I was sitting in the way back. I was like, there's no way. That's her. And I knew she was an international business major. So it makes sense that you didn't really 
like expect me to be there but I saw you from the back and I was like oh my gosh should I go up to her should I not go up to her because she had people around her she was conversing she was chatting so I was like oh she's probably with her business friends you know and things like that and that's another interesting thing I think it would be cool to dive deeper into is I'm not the type of person that goes up to other people that I know in public unless it's like someone I'm really really close with and I do it more for like the laughs or the embarrassment of them but for Annabelle it just had been a while and I didn't really know where we stood as friends definitely nothing against her all all me being being very shy but then when she came up to me you know it was like we had never stopped talking and I think that's one thing about friendships especially ones that per se are more low maintenance you know I didn't need to text her every day I didn't need to FaceTime her to know that there was not going to be anything no beef nothing like that no awkwardness um and this project really gave us an opportunity to work closer together than we have in the past you know we were friends because of a social organization but now we're friends and bonding over something academically which i think is a whole nother uh side to being friends with someone yeah for sure and i think the very interesting part of this is that how everyone says their hello in a very different way um, and I think one thing I love about Toby is that once I said my hello, she also gave me the very enthusiastic welcome of like, welcome back to America, welcome back to UCSD, and welcome back to my life kind of message that I'm getting. So it's kind of what like what we have been saying, um, the hello really makes the difference. So sometimes you just gotta take that little courage to say your hellos to start that conversation. Yeah, and it's okay if you're not the person to break the ice, because as you can obviously tell, Annabelle was the one that took the first leap and, you know, wanted to reopen that conversation with me. But I'm the type of person that once it happens, you know, I warm up and I'm not very closed off. But there's two types of people in this world, but I definitely challenge y'all to be Annabelle or challenge y'all to be me if you need to work on, you know, being the person that steps back sometimes because it can be intimidating to you know come on strong to other people and you know in certain situations they're both good and bad things and especially because I'm not the biggest fan of first impressions I think that's an unpopular opinion besides in the business sense I understand like when you're interviewing you know you need to present yourself and that's a very um important thing for your employer or your recruiter whoever but I think I'm terrible at making first impressions like I've been told that I have a really bad RBF and I just don't I that's just how I look I don't know how to fix it you know so I don't think I'm very good at making them but once you break the ice like Annabelle did with me you know I become still me but a more open and free version of myself I don't know, Annabelle, what do you think of first impressions? Uh, I have like mixed feelings because I feel like on days when my social battery is like really ready and charged, I can give people good first impression. But kind of like what you said, sometimes I get people coming to, be, coming to me and be like, oh wow, Annabelle, you know, the first time I met you, I thought you were kind of intimidating. Like I never imagined you to be very like down to earth. And I'm kind of weird that I'm saying this with myself, but like people did give me feedback. Like once they know me, I'm like a lot goofier. And so I don't really like people's like first impression of me because sometimes that's not accurate. Because, you know, sometimes I might just be stressed out and not every day is like the day for me. So there will be ups and downs of people. So I really think you shouldn't judge people 
by the first impression. A hundred percent, especially if, like you mentioned, the social battery, as we return to in-person classes, as we return to socializing, I honestly don't know how I handled recruitment. I don't know how I handled going to class in person all the time and going to discussion sections and trying to talk things out with other people. We've just been so accustomed to being with ourselves, being with our own thoughts and not really having to interact with other people. Because let's be honest, Zoom classes in those breakout rooms, no one talks. Your TA pops in, everyone starts talking. But as soon as your TA leaves, silence, absolute silence. So yeah, I'm all for not relying on first impressions. Maybe second impressions is a different story because if it's a consistent thing, like I'm out, you know, you only want to bring people into your life and keep people in your life that lift you up when you are having those bad days. So give people a second impression and then make your decision on that. That is very true. It's like what Toby said, give us a second chance. Sometimes we appear to be intimidating, maybe because we're having a very stressed out week. Maybe we have midterms coming up, you know, so give us more time and let us show the real us. But sometimes there's not going to be opportunities to have a second impression or give someone that opportunity. But we like to focus on the times that that's honestly all that you need from someone. So there's going to be people that I've met in college that I honestly have lost throughout the pandemic. We only had that one class together. But having that shared experience and understanding their perspective and becoming vulnerable with people Everything you take away from those conversations is sometimes something that you'll hold with you. So I've had conversations with people that I never see again, but I may not remember them, their face, their name, because besides my memory of a goldfish, that that's not what is important or maybe that's not what they were there for in your life. And not to get all like spiritual or, you know, uh, manifestation like but I truly believe people come into your life for a reason and you end up where you are for a reason. So it's to take those opportunities to talk with people because conversation is one of the few things that we can give freely and that people can give back to you freely. It doesn't take a lot to have a conversation with someone. It doesn't take a lot to listen or lend an ear, but it means more than you could ever know, especially for someone that is a stranger. You know, maybe sometimes in the airport, they're just having a bad day and you're sitting next to them on the plane and you just listen to them and hear about their life experiences. So again, I urge you to have those conversations and that kind of is what inspired our vision and or our motto for this podcast is meeting new people will be your hardest hello. But for people that you have good conversations with and that you're glad you met, they'll be your easiest goodbye. I'm glad we met today and then we're excited to see you very soon.